Maybe the hubby-to-be was minted. Although if he was, they'd hardly be sending out glorified begging letters in the guise of wedding invites, would they? And who was the groom anyway? Cara glanced back through the invite for the mention of him and found the name. Ah, a Joseph Burke. Maybe Mr. Burke didn't have any demands for the wedding day. Or maybe Audrey thought of him as simply another wedding-related accessory. Her thoughts resting on the idea of weddings. Cara wondered what her and Shane's wedding would be like, if one day he decided to ask her. She certainly knew what her answer would be if he did. And she also knew for certain that their big day would be an out-and-out celebration of their love for each other, and a million miles from what Audrey McCarthy seemed to be planning. Cara and Shane had been together for almost three years. They'd first met at a mutual friend's dinner party, and had immediately hit it off. He was fun and laid back, and had a wickedly dry sense of humour that really appealed to her. Not to mention that he was very good-looking, with fair hair, green eyes, and a broad rugby player physique from his days playing at Blackrock College. By the end of that night, the chemistry was almost palpable, and she knew that if Shane asked her out, she wouldn't hesitate for a second. Turns out he did, and the pair embarked on a budding romance that turned to full bloom within months. At five foot nothing, Cara always felt tiny in Shane's arms, but more importantly, she felt safe. She glanced at a photo on a nearby side table of her and Shane taken the previous winter on a weekend trip to Barcelona. Smiling, she suspected that when the time was right, Shane would ask. Now, twenty-nine years old, Cara was certain she had found the man she was supposed to be with. Marriage was just the next natural step, wasn't it? Turning her attention away from thoughts of marriage, she began the process of organising herself after a day's work. She placed her laptop case on the coffee table, ready and waiting for later when she had some additional work to do. As someone who was naturally artistic and creative, Cara adored her job as a graphic designer at Octacon Design, a small firm based in Greygates, the small Dublin coastal suburb in which she had grown up. It was also a plus that she had a stellar relationship with her boss, Connor Dempsey, whom she'd always known from the area, and was proud of the fact that she was not one of those people who constantly lamented that their boss was a pain in the ass or out to get them. Cara knew that he respected her and the job that she did for his company, and as such, he gave her a relatively free reign. She glanced at the time and knew that Shane would be home soon. While Cara was a million miles from being a domestic goddess, she was at least confident in her ability to whip up some tomato soup, even if it was just from a can. She went into the small galley kitchen of their cosy one-bed apartment and started pottering about, first deciding to open a bottle of red and let it breathe while she waited for Shane. Although the place was by no means palatial, It had modern and stylish features that complemented their lifestyle. Located just on the fringes of Dublin city centre, it was handy for them both for work, while also ideal for bustling city living, which they both enjoyed. Having decided not to follow in his father's footsteps and go into the building industry, Shane had instead trained as an accountant and worked in a city centre firm, and her own office in Greygates was just a short commuter train ride away. They were both thrilled with the place when they'd picked it out together the year before, 
aware that it was a real demonstration of their commitment to one another and the future they were working on creating, one step at a time. Within minutes, she heard the front door of the apartment open and listened to the usual rustlings indicating that Shane was getting rid of his work things and making his way to the kitchen. She had her head down buttering bread and getting ready to place it in the frying pan when he came in. Ah, what kind of culinary masterpiece do I smell tonight, he teased. Could that really be grilled cheese sandwiches and tomato soup? Ah, the memories that are flooding back to me, all involving being five years old. You really are a domestic goddess in disguise, he said, coming up behind Kara and encircling her with his arms. She let loose a snort of laughter. Yep, that's me, cooking for you in such a way that you think of your mum. She turned in his arms to face him.